3: And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Pack. I'm joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello! And Joe Branton. Hello! Returning to the podcast after two nights yes. of return of the Mac. There's, just been, there's the been, so, it's been so much stuff on that not all of us have actually been able to be in no. the same room to podcast. Apart from exactly.
0: Me. I've had more important things to be doing.
3: Yeah, of course. Treat our audience like scum. Well, you disregard them. By not attending. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. I guess so. So, uh, this is the third of the uh, nightly roundups from what we've been doing at And the second one we've recorded today. and 3. No, we didn't record another one yeah, today. Yeah, you
0: recorded one what, this morning?
3: morning. Did we record that this morning? Yeah. We recorded this morning. Oh, yeah. God. That's why we didn't get yeah, breakfast. Man. God, and we d- ate a burrito. Days. Oh, God. That burrito <laughs> made me <feel> so bad. <laughs> oh. There was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, there were some burrito issues yeah. today. Too much Too too much information Anyway So um, yes It's Saturday night We're recording Before we go out to The uh, Pedal Builders Summit Which is what we're doing This evening I wish they called it a ball The Pedal Builders Ball Yeah PBB yeah. PBB BBB Boutique Builders Ball. Oh, I triple, love it. Triple B. Oh, okay. um, so uh, we've yeah we've had another busy day at Nam, um, going around on the show floor, and we had some meetings and stuff, and saw some cool new stuff get released. Um, yeah, it's oh, been it's God. been a
0: real busy one. I'm
1: I'm really feeling it We're today. We're clocking in at uh, seven point eight miles so far today. Really?
0: Wow, so that's far. not very far, is it?
1: That is very far.
3: My feet are really hurting today. It's I don't 15,
1: know. Fifteen thousand steps.
3: I don't know how how people, because I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff, but we've been quite relaxed and, you know, we've been hanging out with people and having drinks and haven't been doing any, like, video editing in the evenings and stuff. If you were doing that, I think you'd be broken by now, because I'm on the edge. I don't even drink, and I'm on the edge. God I, don't you know feel. People, I don't
0: know how people manage to edit videos. I don't think I've ever drunk as much as I have in the last few days,
3: good. ever before. <laughs> in my life. I mean, you're, you're looking good for it, so Thanks, it's man. fine.
0: Well, I, I feel better about it because I've been doing it all on that sweet Patreon money.
3: What? No drinks get charged to the Guitar Nerds account? No. Know that, Patreon backers, that Joe <laughs> hasn't been pissing away your, uh, hard-earned, uh, your hard-earned Patreon cash. We've actually been using it on, uh, you know... Stuff around the show, but not booze. So it's, it's all good. So what I thought we'd do, as we have done the last two nights, is um, recap what we did during the day. And to be honest, this, today we haven't done a huge amount of stuff because it's made a bit like hanging out with cool people. Mm. Um, the first of which... We um, Obviously, gear of the year was a couple of weeks ago, and as we know, Fidelity Guitars, the guys at Fidelity Guitars made us some kind of medals for the winners. Uh, they were actually made of wood, but they were like bronze, silver, and gold yeah. uh, styled. So... We thought that we'd bring them to Nam because not only um, was the second place winner here, but the first place winner was here. I so, Matt, talk about, talk about the silver medal that you gave
1: out today. Uh, yeah, so it's the silver medal we took to Mr. Yoshi Ikigami. Yes. President of Boss. Absolute personal legend. Personal friend. Legend. Um, industry legend. Who um, we're going to have a beer with this evening. But, yeah, I popped up to the Boss booth to do some work and... Um, He was there, and I was like, oh, I've got a special gift. And he was like, oh, you know, what is it? And I was like, well, we did Gear of the Year, and we voted the MS3 number two on the uh, best gear of 2017. And we've got a little prize. And he was like, oh, amazing for me. And it's like, we went over to the proper photo booth wall and, and had a picture done. He was super pleased. And he gave me a gift as well, which was really nice.
3: Nice. Yeah. Um, um, he is an actual industry legend. Like, I think we talked, when we first met him on, we were doing the Gag podcast. Yeah. And we talked about his kind of history. And he was at,
1: uh, was it Fender Japan at some point? Or he's... I think he's been with, no, he's been at with Boss for... Well, Roland since like nineteen eighty-one.
3: Okay, oh no, he's friends with the someone who was running Fender in Japan. I think something like that. that Maybe like, something like that. But yeah, he's a he's a he's a real cool dude. He loves to run,
1: as we know. Yes, he yeah. loves to run. Um, so it was super cool to see him and and hang out with him for a little bit because you know I haven't been over there much. I've been well, you've networking. been to Japan recently, but Rather you haven't been to, Japan, to yes. you haven't
3: specifically been to the Roland booth. Yeah, is what you yeah. mean.
1: Um, so it was cool to see him and, and give him the prize, and I, I'm, the medals were are so good. Yeah, yeah, big big shout out to Fidelity Fidelity Guitars for uh, <laughs>
3: for making them the real real special little thing. Yeah. God knows who we're going to give the third place one to because Epiphone obviously aren't here. And I don't know anyone who works at Epiphone. No,
0: they're, they're like the most faceless com- company ever. There's well, no one really to give them they, to.
3: Well, we, think, we were talking about this morning, and they used to have Dr. Epiphone, who was the mascot for, for Epiphone, who was just a guy who wore a lab coat and was quite mad about Epiphone. And I think like the latest, the most recent Google result was from 2013, so I doubt he's still, uh, hey, he's he do still active. He didn't do an in-store at GAC once. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it wasn't particularly um, successful um anyway so the other medal that we gave out was for the number one winner of gear of the year um we went up. we've been trying to arrange this for the last few days with the guys at music man and today was the day where james valentine was on the stand doing interviews doing signings uh and kind of generally pushing uh his guitar um so we went down there and after some were uh, waiting around while he did an impromptu talk um we basically gave him his first place medal
1: and he looked at first he was very confused it he, he looked like... Well, basically, let, let's rewind a bit. He appeared on the stand. We were standing there waiting for him because I wasn't sure whether this would actually happen because it's kind of like, you know, Rune 5. Obviously, he's not maybe as big a deal as some other people, but he's still a pretty big deal. And actually, he's more of a big deal to me, having owned that guitar and now having gone to the Music Man factory. He yeah. walked on the stand. It's obviously like they've got everyone lunch and he sat down and started eating a sandwich. Like, can't really go to him now, can we? Like, yeah. he's eating a... Sandwich. And then... He'd like taken two bites and then Sterling Ball was having like a talk with Steve Morse and Albert Lee. And he was like, where's James? Like James come up on the stand. And he was like, oh, I've got to put my sandwich down. I need to get up. And, and he talked about the guitar for a bit and then came off stage. And then like people tried to talk to him and we just like tapped what? him on the shoulder and were like can we just quickly really take a vote well, we you? spoke to the NR guy and we were like
3: should we just wait for him to like finish what he's doing and then eat his sandwiches and he was like that will never happen just honestly just go up and grab him so that's what we did and the way we approached it <laughs> he sort of you can see why he was a bit nervous because I think we went up there and went hi James we've got a present for you which yeah. is not, <laughs> it was a little bit terrifying
0: for I, someone you don't
1: know
3: I wasn't there at this point yeah yeah so I'm, I'm hearing the story
0: for the yeah first no time I was ago. like
1: Oh, we're from, really quickly, I was like, we're from the Guitar Nerds podcast, and, like, we really love guitar, and we we do a thing, and we just got a present for you, and he was like, whoa. Yeah, and, uh,
3: so, basically, uh, once we'd explained it, he totally got it, and he was really, once he saw the medal, he was like, this is really cool. Yeah. And there's some great photos, if you check out the Instagram stories, and I think the Facebook group is in there as well, of, he had it around his neck. And he was like, oh, this is really cool. Let's get a photo. And then he was like, actually, do you know what? What I want you to do is raise my hand up like a boxing referee. I'll, I'll hold the medal. He suddenly got really into and it. Then and, he it was was like, cool. and then
1: he handed it back and was like, do I need to give it back? I was like, no, it's was And he's like, I'm going to wear it all day. <laughs> and we saw him later, but I didn't catch whether he was actually wearing it yeah, or not. Yeah, I didn't I saw him later. He was deep in conversation. And I was like... And we gave him a card and I was like, dude, we'd love to have you on the podcast and talk about the guitar and everything. Yeah, so. that'd be real good. I think
3: we could probably arrange that through the Ernie Ball yeah. A&R guy. So that's um, that was cool. It was a really uh, good thing. We should say that, you know, this is... Matt and I were talking about it as we like after we'd done it and we we're like, we're only here and we're able to do these cool things because of you guys supporting Not only mm. not only the Patreon backers, but also, you know, people who just listen to the podcast. And it's been amazing... How many people we've met at the show who know about the podcast? And it, it's just—it's really cool to see and that kind of because today's the last real day of Nam, I guess. Although you, yeah. you guys—we're do doing stuff a bit tomorrow. of a follow-up day yeah. tomorrow. It, day. It, it was all just like crystallized in that moment. Matt holding James Valentine's arm aloft like a, he just won, kind a, of like a heavyweight
1: boxing match. Surreal, yeah. Is, I think because you know it feels good for us to vote that as number one and then see so many people in the group by the guitar but yeah. then for us to meet the man behind the guitar it's kind of just like yeah but it, it really felt like a, you know we sat down maybe a year ago yeah and said right what do we want to achieve as guitar notes this year and we were like we should all end up at NAM. like the crowning achievement is if we all ended up standing outside NAM, and then that's just like the icing on the cake I think
3: yeah yeah it was awesome it was really yeah, really good, good way fun. to seal the end of gear of the year and I think we should do it every year make the medals and try and give them to people. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, so after that, uh, we had a big product launch. We've been to the Orms- oh. Ormsby booth <coughs> a couple of times, uh, well, a few times actually, because you know, it's nice to see Perry, fi- nice to finally meet the man, the myth, the legend, Perry Ormsby. And uh, obviously all of his range is great and he was showing, he was actually... Showing us a lot, uh, some of the more traditional stuff today because yeah. he knows that that's the kind of guitar that I prefer. Um, we did,
0: we spoke about it a bit on the other podcast. Didn't we we, we talked about it? the booth and some stuff that was yeah. there, but yeah, there are he's, some. He's got the the GTR Goliath with their like with their copper top, yeah. finish. That was uh, a great was looking guitar. Yeah, yeah. and we're, I really like the classics, the strats that he's doing, the yeah. style ones. He also had a custom shop his single cut, it's like Les Paul style things today, and I thought that was absolutely yeah it. really it really like nice closet classic relic sort of lacquer checked
1: Les Paul Les Paul but fan fret you know
0: fan fret and with the with the contoured heel and yeah. everything oh man I really love that guitar. yeah that, that, was, I, really that
1: the, I thought the copper top was for me oh yeah I mean because for the, the quality the, the proper the custom shop yeah. copper
0: top or do you mean the uh, no the, the GTR Goliath. the GTR yeah I, like listeners if you haven't if, uh, if you haven't checked out the uh, um, the Ormsby GTR series Goliaths I, I can't believe he's making guitars that good. I know it's World
1: Music Co., but I can't believe
0: guitars well, that good are coming out of it.
1: It was, do you know what the highlight for me was for the Orms Booth? meeting perry yeah definitely, <laughs> it was definitely meeting perry, that, that was
3: that it was it? the highlight for you know our personal highlights i think but i would say that you know what brought most attention to the booth uh, was what happened today yeah um so do you want to explain it joe what uh, what went on
0: so yeah sure like a few months ago uh, perry st- started facebooking me these absolutely bizarre build photos of no, something it was, top glad secret it was yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, these really weird shadowy images. Uh, no, he... Uh, he pics. <laughs> yeah, he started sending me, like, uh, these, these pictures of this absolutely bananas build and asked me to sort of keep it a secret. And today it was revealed that he had been building for popular YouTuber Jared Dines an 18-string Ormsby guitar um I, oh, it was absolutely bonkers the the story to that uh listeners is if you if you do follow uh jared dines's videos and i think we mentioned it on the podcast before but jared dines tried to have a 17 string guitar made for um for 2017 and um he for i i guess for all intents and purposes he was scammed and uh and the guitar ended up not coming to fruition and i think what became more popular even than the guitar itself was the fact that Jared chose to make very public the, you know, to to sort of destroy the the reputation and the the company that had, that caused him the trouble. Yeah. Um. So after that, Perry got hold of him and offered to make him an 18-string for course. 2018. It's very one, one loudest move. And one one so, louder, isn't it? Yeah, one louder. So he, um and, and today was the launching of that. So they had Jared Dines on the stand and they had an unveiling of the 18-string complete with this, uh, This gold two thousand and eighteen medallion that Jared then wore, but it was absolutely—it was the most ridiculous guitar. So, Jared Dines's um, uh, YouTube logo is a a sort of um, a a cartoon animation of Jared's face, and uh, Perry had made that a full color version of that—the twelve fret marker. Yeah,
3: but you say twelve fret? It it spans about six frets. It's that big. (laughs) I mean.
0: The the you know the, the fretboard on that guitar is almost as wide as this table. Yeah, like, like actually, almost not joking. Um, but yeah, it it, it has. Um, he had to carbon fibre reinforce the headstock because of the amount of tension going on there from eighteen strings, and uh, <laughs> and it even he'd had uh, it, he'd had the headstock fitted with a little blue uh, LED light that lit up a sign that said. Uh, I think it's Ormsby Gent Factory, or okay, of <laughs> that. Is that, Course. Like that? Um, and yeah, this it's also a real stone top. The top is stone. This uh, this new Perry was explaining it to me. It's this new kind of. Uh, it, I won't say this completely accurately, but it's kind of a, a rubberized form of stone, so that it can be shaped uh, in the same way that wood can for for a top. So it was this this gorgeous like uh, sort of grey. Um, you know sort of quartzy style stone on this absolute ridiculous guitar and there were loads of people around the booth and um,
1: didn't you say to me one security guard came over and was like is there a kid going on yeah the, the, yeah. Se- the security guard was basically saying
3: there's too many people here how long are you going to be doing this for? And I think Perry said like, oh, it'll just be like three minutes. And it ended up obviously being half an hour yeah, or something. It was about 30, 40 minutes. Yeah.
0: And Jared played it a little bit and spoke about it. And they told the story. When of you say played,
3: was. he looked very confused. I assume he hadn't had too much time with the guitar well, before the, the I've seen it.
0: that genuinely was okay. the first, like he hadn't even seen build picks. Right. The guitar, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm into um, that. So, uh, so yeah, it was the first time I've seen it. So of course he couldn't actually play it yeah. at all. but, uh, Oh, I I thought it was it was wonderful. It was brilliant. It was an excellent idea. It was for me one of the, the highlights of of Nam just because it was um it was such a fantastically executed release. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's a stupid product. You know, no one's no one's ever going to order it again. Although you can because Perry's kept the, the presses. Do we know how much? Guitars I can't remember no, I wouldn't wanna I wouldn't okay. wanna say in okay. case we get it wrong. Um thirteen hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it was just fantastically executed because it had tons of people, loads of channels and media all around the Ormsby stand, um, you know, all checking out the rest of his guitar range as well. So it was just a fantastic piece of marketing. I like the
1: fact that when we were there later, um, what's his name? Dino Cal... The oh, guy from D- Dino from Fear Factory was hanging I was around. Like, yeah, I remember when you covered Cars, it was excellent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and what was what was actually really an, a nice little touch for guitar nodes is uh, me and Mark turned up there, what I thought was about 40 minutes early, which turned out to be...
3: Exactly on time, about, basically. Well,
0: about 15 minutes late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd was already there, so we sort of... Uh, we stood at the back, and, um, and Perry's uh, marketing fella sort of saw us and was like oh guitarists, come through and he got us right to the front yeah you got like an exclusive pretty, view I mean, we i was literally i was on the stand yeah. next to them rather than being in the crowd and that was pretty good considering all the other sort of Nam media brands were there of course like we're not really capturing like any film footage so well, there was not much point <laughs> i just sort of filmed it on my phone bit of a instagram bit. and that, yeah, that'd be fine. fine but yeah what an absolutely cracking uh, so what? Just really interesting. Loved it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big a nice big Nam event. You yeah, know, good absolutely. stuff. And we also went to the Guild stand today, um, Matt. It was pretty eye-opening, wasn't it? How go- how
1: good Guild have suddenly got? Well, I just want, I think you know what. Going back to how much we appreciate the support and listening of the podcast. Um, you know, thanks to every. Um, company that reached out to us personally and yeah. said we listened to the podcast and because it opened our eyes to how many people out there in the industry are listening to us day by day but like yeah stop by the pop you know stop by the booth we listen to the podcast and there was um someone got in touch from from guild and cordoba and we spoke with i'm gonna forget his name now oh matt you've put me on the
3: spot <laughs> man. was with so many people that i was gonna say aiden i think aiden, it was, think the- it, was it aiden or robert no, aiden no. was from Celestian who what? we'll talk about in a bit alex I might have been Alex. Oh, I feel so bad. He didn't have a business card. Which yeah, he so didn't fun. have a business
0: card. Difficult. Hold on, you guys are terrible. I never forget names. Me uh, forgetting. I'm
1: gonna names. have to. Say, I'm gonna have to find it now because he's gonna listen to the podcast. It was Alex. Yeah, there we go. Um, he's in charge of product management at Guild. He was quite new um, to the whole thing. He was like, "Yeah, it's just me and one other," and we just really wanted to like do the best we could with Guild. And I had no idea their guitars were so cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely um, Korean built. That all of the electrics for the moment. Yeah, but it was just... um, Let me just see if they were on the website because there was... They are on the website, yeah, yeah. So I'll run through the models that uh, I think are most
3: appropriate. So of the just the regular electrics, uh, there's the Jetstar, uh, the ones that we think kind of stood out, the Jetstar, the T-Bird, and then the S-Series, which is S100 and S200. There are other models as well, but the Jetstar, I guess, is like a um, sort of double cutaway, almost like... Epiphone coronet shape, would you say, Matt? Yeah. Um, Which is really good. Loads of cool colours on that. Um, And they're not mega money. Matt, I think you've got pricing. Um, I think.
1: Let's have a look.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: Did you put it in the email? Mark? No, I didn't I put it in the email. No, didn't put it. Sorry, I think they started at they were like five nine nine dollars, and they yeah. went up to about eight four nine dollars. Yeah.
3: yeah, across the range, across the range yeah, yeah. of the electric range. Anyway, so yeah, Jet was really good. T Bird, which is the kind of um, almost like an offset, but they're they're kind of like squarer than an offset.
1: They're just real. I, I love the fact that all these cool '60s style guitars are coming. Yeah sort of back in. Yeah, I guess kind of like a slightly squat, a slightly melted jaguar i guess maybe. yeah Jazzmaster. Like spread out
3: a little bit um but there was one in particular that's really nice which is double p90 in lake placid blue yeah um and that guitar was awesome i think we took some photos for instagram on that one we
1: did yeah i need to upload those but that was a cool looking guitar definitely definitely and he was hoping to do a couple more of the kind of vintage colors i think in the future yeah. and things like that but he was like we wanted to do the and blue because it's just such a cool looking color and then the s guard s100 really nice. and s200
3: um, were the real classic guild shape and included uh, the S. Was it the S200 that had all the switching options?
1: You know, all the
3: switching options was on the. I thought it was on the T Bird. Okay. I thought, okay.
1: Was it the T Bird?
3: I thought it was the S series. I mean, I. I we've seen a lot go, of.
0: I think Peckham's right.
3: We've seen a lot of guitars this uh, this weekend, <laughs> but um, Matt's going to get the details. Um, I'll talk about the other one, which no, is. The, S,
1: yeah, sorry. S200 T Bird had all the all the kind of crazy switches. I've got the, the thing in front of me. So, like, two modes, volume, tone. Then there was, like, a tight ty- Then there was pickup switching for neck and bridge. And then mode one and mode two volume and mode one and mode two tone with the kind of Hagstrom trem yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, it's got the the
3: Hagstrom, uh, that kind of, like, trem bar that sits in the middle of the, yeah. the strings.
1: Yeah, I, I was just... Well, I mean, I was instantly attracted because I was like, it's got lots of switches on it. Yeah. What do they do? Loads to do. Yeah. Loads to do. So, yeah, I guess the T-Bird. So, it's T-Bird S100, S200. What's the one with the P90s called? Uh, that one was called, because I just saw the picture of it, and I've lost it. Guild Guitars. I'm just, uh, this is... Good noise. This, yeah, I know, this is, like, superb. Excellent radio. radio. Amazing content, guys. Yeah. Um, it's, been just, a, it's been a long weekend. I'm just really... I mean, Dead. That one, T- T-Bird ST-P90 in and Blue. That's the one. It's so good. That's the guitar. That and then high. S200 T-Bird in black or Antique Burst was the one with all the switches. Yep. And then um, the S100s were the kind of more classic double cut shape, I guess. The other guitar that really stood out for
3: me was the T fifty Slim, which I guess looks like, um, if you've ever seen the ES
1: 120? Yeah, it
3: e- gives an ES 120T, which is the single yeah. P90 Slim hollow body with uh no cutaways. Oh, I'm
1: into me, that. Yeah, I think to me this was like a great alternative to yeah. the Epiphone um James Bay. James Bay, the Century. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so it was like ten ninety nine dollars
3: something like that. And it's Korean made rather than, um, I guess the the Epiphone one's gonna be Chinese. Um, And yeah, it was awesome, it was awesome. I've always loved that style. And, yeah, um, you know, I like those Epiphone ones. Obviously, an original ES-120T is fantastic. But this yeah. is now, a, like, a genuine contender for that. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. We got that one down for um, Instagram photos, and I managed to have a play on it
1: for a bit, and it just felt re- I really, I really just, nice. I just liked their booth in yeah, general. definitely. It's because they had all those at the front. They had a lot of acoustics, which we didn't go into, but they, with Cordoba, they make some great acoustics, and then, obviously, Guild, they have some great acoustics as well. And then they were kind of like, oh, and then we've got these ones, and they showed us the bases, which were really awesome. Yeah, so well. yeah, there's um at the
3: moment it's just Starfire <coughs> bases, and they offer it in one or two pickups, uh-huh. loads great of different bases. Yeah, yeah, sounded great, really nice, and they offer them in a you know a range of colors and stuff. But um, he said there's more bases coming, basically, so that range right. is going to expand, and you know I think it will. Whether it's you know, more hollow bodies or more solid bodies, I, I don't know. But yeah, there's definitely um, more on the way. So big things, I think, because you know, it's, it's a brand that's got a huge amount of heritage and it's kind of been messed around with a few times over the years. Um, and I think that has got diluted and they seem to be really back on it now. Big right. fans of the brand, uh, yeah. running the Absolutely.
0: brand. Absolutely. Want, want that brand to come back in a big way. Definitely. Yeah.
3: Definitely. Um, so then the next thing we did was we ventured up to a bar on the kind of sky bridge that links the two buildings oh. for a drinking competition oh, yes. between yourself, Joe Branton, yeah. and Steve from 60 Cycle Hum. It
0: was the prestigious battle of...
3: Battle of the boozers.
0: Battle of, yes, the boozers. So, Steve and I okay well actually i and steve uh, well we went up there and all the boys from uh gear slum
1: yeah all the uh, best podcasters
0: yeah basically all the podcasters were, were all um were all up there uh ready for this uh for this battle and uh and me and me and steve did not disappoint cold duke put his card behind the uh the bar which I didn't realize, and then paid for a load of drinks myself. But you know, that's, <laughs> you know. fair. Um, but yeah, uh, that's right. We we went at it, and uh, and some time later ended up killed over outside the uh, the first aid. Uh, there was literally area. a picture of
1: you both dead outside the first and aid Jay's, tent. Jay was just ass up on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you in I a real not, way.
0: I wasn't. In, I wasn't feeling great uh, sort of going into the competition. I had like a. I kept getting messages from people in the morning, like. Uh, um, being like, Yeah, are you ready for the, the competition? And I got so drunk last night that I was really like I was so shaky and so like I was not looking forward to the competition. But when I saw Steve and I saw the uh the the smug look on his face.
3: You had to take him down. I
0: did, yeah.
3: So there's um yeah, if you're in in a tie. If you're in the Facebook group there's some real good photo coverage of that. You wanna uh, just go on there and see how it all went down. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty wild. Um, and we only really saw one other booth to be honest, uh, today. Um, and it was because we got a tip off from, um, occasional podcaster and podcast listener, JD short, um, who said that he'd spoken to the guys at Celestian, um, and Aiden, uh, who is, um, a sales manager, at uh, Celestian is a listener at the podcast. Mm. And JD said he had a really good conversation with them about the podcast, but also about the new products that Celestian have got for guitar, um, and, you know, when you think of Celestian, you obviously think of all the classics. And it's, it's one of those, it could potentially be one of those brands where they just make the classic stuff. And they put out new stuff occasionally, but no one really, really cares. But actually, the new stuff that they've put out this time around, I'm very, very excited about. So two new
1: speakers. Um, the first one, Mac, the Copperback. Yeah. So it was funny because we went there and we were like oh, do you want a tour of the new speakers? And I was like, it's just one thing we've never really... We've obviously always talked about the classics. Yeah. So it's like... And and it was something I'd never really considered. And then they were like, well, what we've done is we've... We always get asked about creambacks or, you know, uh, Greenbacks. And then they were like, what we want is a more high-powered speaker that's an equivalent to like an EV, but better, for pedal platform. Because I've actually used EV because we were... They were talking and said, oh, it's 250 watts. I was like, oh... So it's ideal to be like, you know, no distortion at at high volume. So you can slam a load of stuff into it and it just won't break up. Um, And they were like, that's exactly what we're we're going for. Like the pedal platform amplifier. Um, And I thought, you know, what a great idea. Yeah,
0: how topical is that? That's absolutely brilliant. And I don't
1: think they'd necessarily thought that. They were just going for people who like the EV speaker, which is the really... Clean, And the thing is, as we kind of agreed. I, I really love the sound of the EV speaker that I've got at the moment, but I was like, it can sound a little clinical, and that's why I've mixed it with the cream bag. So you've kind of got the vintage thing and then the real high-output modern yeah. speaker. Um, But the, the real standout for that was neodymium magnet. So it weighed nothing. So I don't know how many people have tried an EV speaker before, but they are the heaviest speakers yeah. on the planet. Yeah, yeah, Because they have to have such a high-powered magnet in them. To kind of push out the sound, but these were, were Neo and they were like super light. Yeah, ex- really into that.
3: We didn't really get to hear anything because they just had the speaker on display. Yeah, I mean, we were like, kind of concept I mean, I models. could listen
1: to a speaker and be like, yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but it's, it's, you, you want to hear it in like. You, also, you want to feel it and play it and they didn't really have anything like that there i guess because they know it's so loud if you say in front of three four different speakers they're all man, gonna sound the same they're all
3: sound pretty the much. Same. yeah yeah um and they also i think did something really clever with the other new product they showed us um and matt you might have to find the name of it because i don't think we've got it uh in the email but basically they've designed a full range speaker specifically for guitar cabs um that the, the, the idea behind it I guess is that you know FRFR cabs that we've talked about all the time pretty much they're p- pretty bland looking because most of the time they're just PA speakers yeah that you know are in a PA housing and you know they're nothing nothing special in particular um but the idea behind this is that you can have a Celestian made FRFR speaker um and put it into whatever cabinet yeah. that
1: you want It was so you basically can fit
0: them into like a good looking vintage cab and yeah. still keep you know all of that versatility that comes with you know things like the Helix and
1: uh... yeah, it was basically yeah Co-Ax, um guitar speaker that was full range but responded and felt like a guitar speaker, but you could use it for you know a Kemper. I was like, I can't believe no one else has done that. Well, I mean, because yeah. I was like, you can now you can now go to Zilla, you can have your Kemper, and you don't have to stick it on on top of you know, albeit a great you know something like the Friedman cabs you know they're great cabs but they say they're just boring now you can have like a custom built Zilla cab and a full range be yeah. installed and on stage it looks like a real amp and I think that's the one thing that all these modelers and stuff are lacking You know, and you see people with Axe effects but they're still running it through a power amp, so they can run it through. Headrush did actually
0: announce an FRFR speaker
1: to go with the Headrush. But it's very much like looks like a PA speaker. Yeah, it
0: looks like a a, it looks like a floor monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is totally. And I think that's the thing.
1: That's not what guitar players want.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, this allows you, for example, let's say you've got like a Marshall head and a two twelve. It means that you can go, well, I'm switching to something like Kemper or switching to Axe FX, and I can basically keep my cab. I just need to switch out these two speakers and I've got a great looking vintage cab um, or, you know, whatever your preference is on the cab. Yeah. Um, and you've got the right speakers in there to do it justice. It, it means that you can keep a guitar cab and not switch off the amp modeling in the, in the uh, modeler that you're getting. Yeah. It's, yeah um, yeah awesome awesome bit of kit I was really surprised they, they seem to be
1: very much finger on the and pulse and they're from my, my hometown they are the switch, the up, switch up the switch um, I'm really looking forward to hopefully I can try a couple of those I'd like to try the full range I haven't necessarily got anything to try it with but I think maybe we can work something out with the two notes that we've got to try that yeah I'm, but I'm really interested to try the, the couple backs yeah. on my 212 yeah yeah that's
3: um. I think it's going to sound especially awesome especially
1: when I've got something like the Morgan which is a really good pedal platform amplifier yeah and we were talking to uh, Brian Wampler about the bravado. And I think maybe pairing something like that with those speakers could be yeah, that, really Yeah, that's going to
3: sound wicked, isn't it? Those amps sounded great. We did yeah. sort of
1: stop by Wampler briefly today. And maybe see the
0: bravado. A- sort of perfect pedal platform actually being
3: being used because you know obviously I've seen YouTube demos and stuff but it's the first time it sounded they're bumped not,
0: into Tom Quayle he we was did. there using them he loved them
3: yeah yeah definitely, definitely I thought it sounded fantastic the problem is at the moment they don't seem to be available in the UK <clears> so none of us have heard them but yeah hearing them on the show floor they sounded really good yeah Re- really nice yeah the um the last thing that we did today was the uh, GitCon meetup uh, yeah Joe obviously you visited GitCon what five Five months ago, four months ago, or I don't know, something like that. Um, and it was a good chance for you to catch up and introduce us to all of those guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was really good. So everyone got back together on the uh, on the Warwick and Framus booth, ate some cake. Oh, I didn't. I sort of stood there. The cake
3: was real nice. <laughs> yeah, um, it was in the shape of a Warwick base. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it was really good. But it was nice to see everyone again, and uh, and also to really sort of sort out. A few more things, because I think everything got so busy just after GitCon that yeah. I think we, we sort of made loads of new friends and arranged loads of new uh, people c- to come on the podcast, but it, they never, we never quite got round to it, so it was really nice to hook up with the... Uh, I think Matt was most excited to, to finally meet the original YouTuber.
1: Gearman dude. Gearman dude. Unbelievable. I didn't think he actually had a face. Yes. <laughs> just, he has just, a face. Just the, actually, I actually didn't look at his shoes. Because he always has the... Oh, no, the, the, he
0: doesn't. Like, uh, at GitCon, he was just walking around in normal shoes and then had, like, these crocodile... Oh, that he put on. for when he was Amazing. <laughs> he was Because the thing shoes.
1: is, he was always... He was the original... To me, the original YouTube demo guy. And I said to him, I was like, Dude, you're the reason that most people have YouTube channels. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm always like... And the thing is, it's like and everyone obviously admits that he's seen all the comments, sounds like Jack Black on the videos. Yeah. And because uh, he's always talking about his white curly lead of doom, and uh, it was just—it was just one of those things. I was like, I honestly never thought, like, 15 years ago when I started watching gear demos. Well, I guess 10 years ago when YouTube started, you know. That I'd end up meeting him. I was like, "Dude, you have to come on the podcast, and we have yeah. to talk about it." Yeah, he's uh, he's great. He'll definitely. He was really excited to come on the podcast
0: yeah. as well. He actually he was chasing us on it. He wants to come on. So, yeah. so that's gonna be really great to have him on as well. We we also met up with uh, Tyler and Bethany Larson, who uh, who run the hugely successful. Music is win. Music is win. How and, does he do uh, a
1: video a day? He
0: does a video every day. And bear in mind, the YouTube's just like the side thing. He. Uh, he's, yeah, he's
1: his main it, thing is like tutorials. Lessons, yeah. yeah.
0: That's right so and he
3: does a video
0: every single day crazy. crazy and yeah. him and Bethany have started uh, quite recently. I think they're, they're quite... Uh, there are a few episodes in, so maybe 10 or so episodes. No, no,
3: in. more than that. Uh, Bethany was saying they've done like 25. Oh, really? Because like they do two a week. Know. Okay, yeah,
0: so they're... Where oh, uh, have they got that idea They've for? got... Yeah, where did they get the no. idea of doing a podcast? Stop giving Brandon's away our secrets, on, yeah, Ben.
1: Brandon's been giving away our secrets. I just yeah, called you have. Ben for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Stop giving away our secrets, Ben.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, we bumped into them and um, we're going to get them on the... Uh, podcast, which is really great. Really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it was cool. GitCon, yeah. git-con meetup was was excellent. <laughs> oh, God. Was, I think we're all falling apart. Well, we everyone's should... falling apart. I also went and did some... Uh, you're, okay, you're Matt's right there, dying. You're right I went and did some video demos for Stonefield. Um, Do you remember? It's, uh, well, this was literally immediately after... The drinking the competition. The drinking competition. Oh, I was also interviewed for... Um, ooh, a bass All about the bass. No, it wasn't that. No, what was
3: it? Another bass thing. I can't remember. No, it was all about the bass. Okay, I
0: think it was. Anyway, something like that. Anyway, doesn't matter. I've got his card somewhere, probably. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I was interviewed by them, and uh, yeah, and also did, um, and and also did some because they've got these demo rooms at Nam now, which is a terrible idea because even when there's a little room for these things it's still stupidly loud everywhere yeah so, yeah um so i went and played did a little demo on the uh on the m series uh base which i have it was really cool to see the new affordable line of stone did we talk about that on we the did previous we one? did oh we've already mentioned that okay that was cool
3: yeah um yeah. Busy day, busy, busy day. day. Um, so basically, let's wrap this one up. We're about to go to the Pedal Builder Summit. You Pedal guys, Builder Summit. You guys, I guess, are going to talk about that tomorrow on the podcast. Yeah. So I'm not sure. podcasting again today. We can't do three in a row. That'd be um, yeah brutal. Um, but yeah, thanks for um, thanks for sticking with us. I'm not going to be on the podcast tomorrow because I'm flying out of here tomorrow. You guys uh, will do one more. But um, just want to say, you know, if you were listening this week uh, to the Nam coverage, thanks so much for doing so. I just checked our podcast stats, and yesterday was our busiest ever day for uh for listens that drunk cast it was
1: well, no no one heard that <laughs> thank god well only patreons special patrons oh, um i almost feel like we just can't do enough right now like we can't get enough pictures up you know it's it been yeah it's it's busy yeah it's it's been so good and i just i think it's amazing that we've actually managed to make it here i'm gonna have a holiday next week it's gonna be brilliant gonna go back to work yeah indeed it's a shame it has felt like i've been on holiday and, Get
3: that post-holiday blues. Yeah, indeed. So um, thanks very much for listening this week. There'll be one more wrap-up show coming up and then I guess you guys are going to do a normal podcast next week without me. Are we? Well, I guess so. I might be not alive at that point. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how everyone is. But yeah, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. bye Farewell!
1: Bye-bye.